Okay, my friends. Come on. Gather around. Come on. Come on in. Have a good day. Have a seat. Take it easy. This begins our day, our our Thursday daily briefing. I say first of all, a hearty hello and a high silver to you and you and to everybody there. I want to thank you for joining us, being a part of this soiree, this confabulation, this high summit as we speak. Uh, there is a, a lot to talk about. And um, before I begin, there is a brand new, brand new uh, Lionel Nation video. It's called Uvalde Distraction, Obfuscation, Confusion, Reorientation, and SG, Shadow Government, Sock Puppet Sleight of Hand. Nothing to see here. Absolutely riveting, riveting, without peer. There's nothing like it. And that is for, let's say, a, 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 a harder take, a more adult take. This is more of a, shall we say... I don't want to say perfunctory, but more more of like a... Just think of our daily sessions as kind of like a survey course. You know what I mean? Versus a graduate level. It's a survey. Kind of give you an idea of what's going on. Give you an idea of what's happening. Now, first, I would be remiss. I would be remiss if I told you... Didn't tell you, I should say. The number of people that have actually responded to me and said that they have so enjoyed my hour discussions as to the way it was then, when we were kids, when we were um, growing up. And the reason, by the way, for that is very, very simple. It's not merely to be nostalgic. It's not merely just to say, when I was a kid, no, 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 no. That's not the, that's not the point. The point is that some of the stuff that we did is actually was better. And something some things made sense. And a lot of the folks who are trying to do the news today, whatever this thing is called, is they, they are just they, they just do not have it. And let me explain something to you. There are people who believe that the reason why they are on news, and, and maybe maybe this is in fact true, maybe the reason why they are doing this is because somebody thinks they're sexy. Now, I'm sorry to say this. I don't want to keep bringing this up. I don't want to keep reminding you of this. But there are people who, for whatever reason, are there on various iterations of television shows because we think and they think they are sexy. They believe this. They're not smart, intuitive, well-read, historically verse. No. Or there are people who have been there for a long time or the people who work cheap. Or what have you. The real news, the real important news is important. Now, I just put up for you Mrs. L's YouTube channel. And I want you, you should see her latest interview with an expert that will blow your mind. Because I'm telling you, digital safety, they're coming through your phones. They're coming after your kids through phones. I know nobody wants to think that, but it's true. It's absolutely true. Now, let's start with a few things here. 
First, there are some things you, you, you have to know how to do right away before you can do any version of it later on. What do I mean? If you want to play drums, you've got to have a drum kit. You can try with electronic stuff at first, but unless you play an acoustic, so to speak, drum with skins and hi-hats and cymbals, unless you play acoustic guitar, unless you play a trumpet, unless you play uh, a, a, a regular piano, you don't, you cannot do anything. You have to have that as a frame of reference. And you can't hide that. You can't, you can't fake that. You can't. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Billy Strings lately. Great uh, bluegrass player. Billy Strings, Molly Tuttle, just, and they play plain old guitar. Acoustic guitar. That's it. You can't fake it. You can't. You have to have a the basis for this, the foundation. There are people in the news today who don't know anything about this. They have no frame of reference. They don't know what they're doing. They want to be a star. And when we were kids, we did some things which just kind of made sense. And it's not that we want to always look back and say, weren't those the great old days? I'm not into this nostalgia. Would you want to go back to high school? I wouldn't. Would you want to go back to those years? I wouldn't. I don't want to go back there. Not at all. Not at all. But I do notice some things that are beneficial, which are very, very critical now. And one of the things which is the most important is that we are, I promise you, we are just telling the world simply this. If you do certain horrible things, if you do certain horrible things when it comes to schools, school violence, school shooting, we guarantee you, your name will be in the pantheon of great shooters. We guarantee you this. If you don't have a self-image, if you don't have anything that even remotely, remotely is of worth, we will guarantee you permanent status in the pantheon of school shooters. You got that? And the reason why this is impossible, or possible rather, is because the media themselves keep doing this. They create this. If I could do an experiment, and I wouldn't want to do this, but if I could... I would prove it to you. I could prove it to you. I'm not verse in, I don't know, suicide and certain chemical things that hurt. I, I, I don't, but, but let's just assume I'm kind of like the Mengele of social scientists. And I say, okay, beginning tomorrow, I'm going to, I'm going to show people how they can kill themselves with a pencil. And it's a particular uh, 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 procedure, let's say, whatever, using the karat, something crazy. And I'm going to give it a name, like eating Tide Pods or uh, cinnamon, people who are consuming massive amounts of cinnamon or, or, or um, a planking. I'm going to give it a name so that when you see it, you'll know it's me. It's like couponing on radio. Tell them that Dave sent you and you'll get 10% off, you know, like so they'll say, boy, this advertising is working. Well, well, six people came in. They said, Dave sent them. And anyway, if I were to say, if I were to make this up and say, there is a, there is a, a very dangerous uh, procedure, a practice that is making its way across high schools. And if I hypothetically were to give it a name or were to describe it, I promise you within three days, it would be all over the place. 
And you're going to say, but that doesn't make any sense because you warned them. No, I didn't warn them. I told them how to do it. Yeah, but you... Wait a minute. But, but you... Wait, what? You told them. You warned them. Well, I, I, I warned them, but I also told them how to do it. See, if I tell people how to do it, they'll do it. If I tell people how to do something, they will do it. So that on social media, when you point something up, monkey see, monkey do, they do this. That's what they do. And it's obvious. And not anybody, nobody, nobody anywhere is saying anything about that. Now, when we were kids, give you an example. Kids, it wasn't that long ago. Sorry. I mean, you know, when you say, well, it's 60 years ago or 70 years ago, it doesn't matter. In human evolution, that's nothing. Same kids, same people, post-World War II, post-Korea. We had cap guns and holsters. And we played with guns. Guns were the a part of our play cap guns and everything. Girls and boys and holsters and Gene Autry and this and that or whatever. Gene Autry, you know, Roy Rogers or Brett. We, we did this and nobody, nobody, nobody ever, 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 ever went a step further and said, well, I'm going to do it at school. It never crossed our mind. Crime was suppressed. Sexual battery, certain violent uh, uh, offenses, they just didn't, it just never had it. We didn't even have kids who were abducted. Oh, it happened. I mean, it happened, but not like now. Something happened. It was different. And I look at kids, and the reason why I look at kids is I have to look at my own Reference point, because I was a kid, and I remember this, and I'm looking at people right now, and I see what's happening. I posted something on on uh, on uh, uh, Twitter. There was a picture of a guy from 1880. He was a, it was a, a, a fat man, a, a, a large man, a, the, the fat man at the circus. I thought it was pretty, pretty awful. In retrospect, people would, would travel hundreds of miles to see the fat man. They would, I guess, audition. This guy was a fat... It was so rare, people would go a hundred miles to see the fat man. 300 pounds. I've got kids today who can outdo that. Kids and just unbelievable. I don't understand that. It's not just kids, it's everybody. What is the matter with us? What happened to us? And whenever people in my generation always talk about this, they say, well, when we were kids, we rode bikes. Oh, would you stop that? We didn't ride that many bikes. We rode bikes. We, we, we're, not, we're not Lance Armstrong or or uh, what's his name? Um, who was that French uh, dude? No. By the way, Mrs. L's again. Oop. I was going to put this up there, but I didn't. In any event, hang on a minute. Let me put this up. Mrs. L's... Uh, that other thing keeps popping up. You know how that thing is. Very, very annoying. All right. Do this. Please. Means a lot to me. Her last interview was fantastic. All right. So we saw that. Why? What happened? 
What happened? Good luck with this one. I have no idea what happened. I have no, I have no earthly idea. I don't know why. What happened? What happened? Crimes were different. We, what, what happened? Everything took off exponentially. There were, there were Crips and Bloods and 50s and there were motorcycles, things like that. And there, but it's just... You know, one of the reasons why, believe it or not, people believe that uh, they suggest that uh, Spielberg's West Side Story, this movie or whatever, didn't work, was that kids weren't there thinking this was about gangs. Instead, they're seeing this, you know, this Jerome Robbins. What is this? The sharks and the, the whoever it was, or the jets and the somebody used to joke years ago that the that West Side Story was a was a story. About the uh, the incomprehensible, terrible living conditions of Puerto Rican dancers, which I thought was kind of funny. There it is. What happened? What happened? And it's just obvious. And while everything else in the world is going on, which I can't seem to be getting anybody's attention about this, we focus on this. And the reason why we focus on this is because it's easy. And you can send people out. And you've got to understand this. Please listen to me. Listen. Listen. Newsrooms are shuttering. They don't know what to do anymore. You see where Jen Psaki? She's going to streaming. Now that's considered relegation. And it shouldn't because this is streaming. Thank God for streaming. We're streaming, but we're different. This is a different story. They don't know what to do with this. The news business, they don't know what to do. They, they've got her, and now what do we do? What do we do? How do we fix this? You're seeing the various media platforms close. When we were kids, the I, I hate to keep saying that, but, but it's true. Our refrain, our, our weekly, our evening show, our evening show was the same format. Two people... Maybe one, usually a man, never two men today. No. A man and a woman or two women, preferably diverse, fine, whatever. As though that matters. It's gratuitous. Anytime you add diversity, not because, no, no, this is the best. No, no, she's the best anchor there is. People think, it's the Katanji effect. And I'm going to pick the first black woman. Why'd you say that? Anyway, it hasn't changed. 70 years. 70 years since the 50s. It has not changed. It has not changed. Listen to me. They're freaking out. Do you understand how great that is? They're freaking out. They're freaking out because everything's changing drastically. And here's what I want you to do. And I want you to promise me. I want you to promise me. I don't want you to just say you're going to do it. I want you to do this. I don't want you to just say, I want you to do this. You have to stop watching cable news. You have to. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's so bad it's so bad. Let me tell you what they do. You're going to love this. First, don't get any stars. Guests. It's the guest that matters, not 
to start. You start off with the, it's the guest. The star is fungible. Star doesn't really mean anything. That's not it. You get people to come in and hope to God. Remember the morning zoo format? Did you did you ever re- re- remember that like in the, in the uh, 60s, 70s? Morning zoo. Remember radio? I don't know if you had your morning show. It was funny. You had morning drive and it was local. And you had, you know, when you had your local person. And it was wonderful, right? It was your, it was your, it was your thing. And then... Somebody came up with this thing called the zoo format. Radio was great for radio was uh, was you know, pretty much music. It was the top forty, whatever. Around the seventies was great because AOR came along, uh, album oriented rock, or as somebody called it, all over the road. And it was um, we had a great station. I don't know about you, but your great stations when you were, you know, teenage formative, your radio station defined you. You had the sticker on your car that told people, I listen to this. It was, it, it was as much a part of you as anything else. It was your label. And I love, and yeah, certain people that, ooh. Growing up, we had, I thought the greatest station in the world I ever heard was WUSF from the University of South Florida. The Underground Railroad with Brock Whaley put on your headphones and you could hear the train going through your head. Whoa. 60s, 70s, psychedelic music, underground, the underground real, wow, subversive. Do your parents know this? Do your parents know you're listening to this? It's great FM. FM, dark, furtive, scary, late night, dangerous, right? FM. AM was WQSR. <gasps> Loved it. 102.5. Oh my God, it was the great. Oh my! Brian Auger, followed by Fats Waller, followed by um, Horace Silver, followed by. I mean, it was like no, no. Where does this go? Community radio came along. I was always into alternative, and you put the sticker on your car, and that says, "Look at me, I'm a QSR guy." Whoa! Hey, I I like you. Somebody said, "Ooh, all the ooh PB ooh NPR." Ooh, you like that? You like that that long hair music? You know that uh, classical stuff. That stuff defined us. Look at this. This 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 used to tell you your radio station, and they were so important. They had the jocks and the radio was so important. Did you ever go to a radio station? You were invited to go, wow, I went to the radio station. I saw it. I saw this guy. Oh, my God. I remember one, one time with my parents, this guy, Chuck Monroe. I never wanted to get into radio. I never thought about it ever. It just happened. But we went with my parents, knock on the door. You're at night, hit the buzzer, come on in. There's nobody there. Oh, I love it. It's just like American Graffiti with the, the Wolfman. There's one guy. It was loved it. Loved it. And maybe now to a certain... And now I listen to... There's a lot of good college stuff around here. Columbia University has a radio station. There's there's one... I don't even know where it's from. But I, th- I think it was on Columbia. I think it was a bluegrass... I don't know what it was. But I but I remember... Call, I got the hotline number and I called this one person up. I said, I got to tell you something. I said, you are excellent. And this person thought I was 
kidding. I said, no, 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 no. You're very authentic. This is real. This is real. You feel this. You really mean this. Um, I kind of was hoping Sirius XM would kind of do that, but uh, not really. It's not even satellite anymore. It doesn't, I don't know what it is. It's something else. Okay, so what happened was, then came the zoo format. This is when it all died. It all died. The zoo. The morning zoo. Three, four people. Not one guy. Not one guy who had a personality you can't believe. Listen to the air checks. Oh, no, no. I had a friend of mine one time who... I can tell you the story real quick. I don't want to give his name out, but he's one of the he's he is heard right now. So many commercials. He has a radio voice you cannot believe. I work with the great Johnny Donovan. WABC, incredible. He had a whirr. Uh, pipes, not a puker. Puker's a puker's a head robotic. Listen to this. This guy I knew, so good. He was so evil. One time we went to lunch, and he takes a, he takes a, um, if you can imagine this, imagine this is a wallet. I don't have a wallet. And he took a $20 bill, and he cut the corners off. So it says 20, 20, 20, 20. And he, and he opened it up, so he glued the corners so when you close it, it looked like it was, you know, $80 in there or, or something, some configuration. You saw 20, 20, 20. So we went to eat and we're outside and I hate to eat this Al Fresco guy. I don't know who he is, but I hate that. So anyway, we're sitting outside. He says, watch this. So he takes this wallet out and he just drops it right, right by us, right. They had a little perimeter thing, a gate or whatever. Put it right there. I said, what are you going to do? He says, watch. So people would walk by, see this wallet with it, open it up and drop it and keep walking. I saw this repeatedly. I said, what is that? He says, watch. Just watch. I said, I am watching. What are they doing? They open it, look at it, look shocked and drop it and keep going. He showed me inside it said, hey, you, some expletive, you're being filmed no, there's not $80 in here, you idiot. Put it down, keep going, and whatever. He wrote this. Anyway, so they look, keep going. That was very funny. Listen to what else he did. He was at a, uh, I forget what it was, a, some store. Remember the old days, you'd walk down the down the, an aisle of a store, and there would be a, 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 a stanchion or a pole, and there'd be a microphone. Do you remember this? Remember the microphone? Where you could say, clean up aisle five, or people would talk. Not in everyone, but every now and then you see that microphone. So one day he was in a Kmart, or I don't know what it was. He picks up this mic. He's got this voice you can't believe from God. And he's announcing a sale for the next 15 minutes. Everything uh, on aisle, whatever it is, is uh, 50% off. Thank you for God. Attention Kmart shoppers or something like that. Drops it, and all of a sudden you hear, you hear the carts and the movement, and you can just, because you can't really see. It was brilliant, but here's the best one he did. 
we were at a gas station one time, and he reaches in. He has a bunch of cassettes. They're all laying, like jammed in. He takes one, and he leaves it on top of the of the the pump. Just leaves it there. So what is this? This guy is demented. He says, "Oh, that here. Listen." He takes another one, puts it in his. We have cassette players. Right? He plays it, and he has the best production you've ever heard. Best production. And you hear him with his voice. All right, keep going. Don't look behind you. Just keep going. Now, not at this light, but at the next light. I want you to turn right. Just do what I say. That's where I keep going. So, you thought you'd get away. Kind of like Joe Tex. You thought I'd get away now, didn't you? They give me what you promised me. Give it to me. Come on. Joe Tex and the sex sexolettes, not politically correct. And he went through this whole thing about, just keep driving. I want you to go to half a mile. You'll see. And he went through... It was so... I said, why'd you do this? He said, because I'm imagining what they're thinking. There's, It's almost like Mission Impossible. You know, good morning, Mr. Phelps. Hey, just... This was genius radio. Genius radio. This was, this was one of the best. And then the zoo format came. Killed everything. Killed everything. Killed everything. WKRP was still the best radio show ever. Ever, 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 ever. Because it really depicted it. And then what happened was Zoo came along and he put all these people on the morning. Everybody's saying something and hoping to God that somebody says something funny. That's it. They hope to God somebody says something funny. Put somebody, hey, I hope to, hey, that's funny. Hey, everybody, morning Zoo. <laughs> By the way, there's Mrs. L's. I want you to do it right now. Well, listen to me, of course. <laughs> hey, everybody. You know, all these noises and... Hey, oh, oh. Processed, echo, every feature you can imagine. You've got the ditzy weather girl. you got the stupid sports guy. you got the guy with the... The feature, and you've got the big, swell-headed, egomaniac leader who runs the show, who runs the board. Who's, oh, it's the worst. It killed everything. That's evening news. That's evening news. What was that I just saw? Pepsi? <clears throat> Pepsi ends 10-year Super Bowl halftime show sponsorship. It's over. Everything, everything is changing. So anyway, so that zoo format now is on TV. I cannot tell you how many, I'm not going to mention names, but how many times I'm saying, this is excellent. I all of a sudden they stop. Well, that's right, I'll go to uh, the KPL uh, uh, talk, talk Radio Maven. Uh, uh, Dick is in you. Who's going to be Dick? What? I think. Why are you talking to him? I want to talk to you. You're 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 stretching this out, aren't you? You're talking to this guy because they don't think you can. You don't have enough for me. You don't have enough for me to for you to say. You're going to bring this idiot in, or you're cross promoting some other show that doesn't do as well. And you're bringing this person on to tell me what they think about indiscriminate school shooting? Oh, I never thought about this. Oh, thank you. 
What is Gene Shalit unavailable? Bring him on next? This is where we are right now. This is this is the inanity. It's vapid, vacuous, void, vacant. It's stupid. It's everywhere. And then, then, then it gets better. They stop and they say, well, let's see what they said on CNN. I don't want to see what they said on CNN. I'll take your word for it. It was stupid, right? Is that what you're trying to say? Okay, fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't. What are you doing? You're at the end. You're at the end of your trajectory. Don't you understand? We've got some of the best. Let me tell you something. There are people on YouTube right now, different channels. It may not look like much to you. It may not look like, you know, hey, this this guy's making coffee. He's just talking to himself. But it's some of the most compelling stuff there is because they know what they're talking about. Instead, you've got this one who's talking nonsense. (laughs) I can't. Believe it. Now, the rule is simple. I don't know about you. Stop talking about people who do terrible things. Don't have their picture. How many would agree? Would you mind, would you seriously mind if we had a rule, not not imposed by the government, but if you said, today there was a tragedy at this middle school, we're not going to tell you the name of the person, We're not going to show you the person's Facebook photos, Instagram. We're not going to read passages from his or her manifestos, usually a he. We're not, we're going to talk about the victims and we're going to talk about what we can do and maybe whatever it is. And that's it. But we're not going to mention, we're not going to show you the picture, the name, where they're from. We're not going to be interviewing the neighbor. What do they always say? Loner kept to himself. He was a loner. Excuse me. There's a lot of loners out there who don't do any of this stuff. Nothing wrong with being a loner. A lot of loners out there. They're loners. It's like a car. We'll give you a loner. Don't you give me a loner? This is your loner? Oh, my God. It's, you know, I, 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 I don't understand this. I don't understand this. And then, and then people right now are saying immediately, well, you know, they were there for, I say, oh, they're deconstructing. You know, the police could have been there. How come the police weren't here? How come the police, how come they didn't, how come there was a delay between this and that? You're doing this again, aren't you? You know where this is going? Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm getting to the bottom of this. Why are you getting to the bottom of this? Because I'm getting to the bottom. I'm figuring this out. Oh, you're figuring this out? Okay. Good for you. Go figure this out. Nobody wants to figure it out. Nobody wants you. And if you don't watch it, if you feel too close to figuring it out, they may not let you figure it out. Nobody cares about this. We're going to move on. This is interesting. Keep doing the usual thing. And then you have the usual suspects that come forward. Absolutely never, never, it does not, it does not, nothing ceases to amaze me. Now, if you didn't watch cable news, you're not reading the newspaper. And if you want to see something, watch what somebody else says about us. Look what the Brits say about us the Greeks, the Italians, the French, the Canadians. The Canadians are right there on the on the border. I forget which one was it. Uh, it was it Detroit? I forget whatever they're right next to. 
they've got guns. I mean, they may be the cat. You don't, you don't, you don't, you, you can do some damage. You don't need an AR-15 or a Bushmaster to do some serious damage. What is with us? What's happening here? What's the matter with us? I don't know. I don't know. It's the strangest thing. We've had people all our life who've been weird. They've been weird people our life. They don't, they don't do this. I don't understand this. I don't understand it. There's something very strange here. And, and people say, look at this. Johnny Masick says, what's a newspaper? I have no idea. This is just, it's just incredible. And, and, and then we, we want the police. We want to defund them and then we want to blame them. They're not, they're terrible. You were late. Well, wait a minute. You don't want them. Oh, well, we want them, but only to, to blame them. What? What? I got to tell you this story. You know, Michael Moore, say what you want. There was a video, there was a video, there was a documentary he did years ago. I don't know which one it was. Was it, was it Bowling for Columbine? Something like that. And he compared two cities that were basically right now, it might have been Detroit, I don't know what it was, but it was a Canadian city, maybe you saw this, it was a Canadian city, and then there was uh, the U.S. And he he said, what is the difference between us? We're right there. Here's the border. Canada here, U.S. here, gun violence here, no gun violence there. They're right there. Same TV, Save everything. What is going on? The thing I'll never forget. The thing I will never forget. Was they said, look at what the national, this is before Trudeau, look what the national symbol is. Go to their brochures for travel. Look at what they promote. What do they promote? What is it that they promote? The maple leaf. Okay, what else? What else? The horizon. Okay, what else? What else? The Royal Canadian Mounted Police. The police, the red, you know, Admiral, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nelson Eddy, Jeanette MacDonald, whatever the, uh, Dudley Do-Right and all that stuff. The, the, the essence of them was law and order. What is our law? What is our as a police? I don't know. It's iced tea. No. Who is the guy with a huge LL Cool J? What is he? He's 50? What is he? 60 years old? What, what, what is it? Are we still doing this stuff? God bless him. I don't understand. Our, our law and order is something different. Oh, by the way, time out. Would you please tell me and God bless Tom Cruise. God bless him. 59 years old, almost 60 years old. Would you tell me why do you think I, I want to see him a 60-year-old fighter pilot? Wait, what? I am, <laughs> I am being top gunned to death. All right. What is this? Top gun? 
Can you think of a new, maybe a new twist, maybe a new angle to this thing? Play. This is this is this is the thing where I don't. I mean, I don't get it. And there, uh, I, I mean, everywhere I turn around, people are, maybe they'll go see it. I don't know. Is there anybody here going to go see Top Gun? Top Gun. Let me, I'll tell you right now what it is. We've called you back, Maverick. Yes, sir. Oh, please, we've called you back. What is this? The last time he was in a jet, they have different machines. Now they have Raptors, F-22s. He probably said, where is this thing? What is it? Where is my biplane? What's going on here? There's no there's no imagination anymore. There's what what's new? It's either Marvel stuff, it's either CGI nonsense. Where are the movies? Where is where is the industry? It's over. Let me ask you something. What was the last movie you went to in a theater? Honey, what was our last movie we went to in a theater? Can you remember? Huh? Oh, we saw an yeah, it's called the Automat. It was a documentary. You're right. Okay. That was quick. What was the last movie you went to? What was the last movie? Tell me. Anybody? <laughs> Fred says, I cannot wait to see it. Fred Brown, everybody. I want to party with you, Freddie boy. I want to party with you. Prof K says, I was thinking about it. Practical effects look impressive, but even the first film was overrated. Practical effects? I like that. I kind of want to see it in Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park was the last one. Look at this. I like this one. Art Stone says, Air-to-air combat is a dead-end idea. Steer your killer drones from a comfy chair in Florida to kill people. You know, you're on to something there. Boss Baby, Russian Movie, Departed, Battleship, The Northman, Stephen King's It, or IT, Lord of the Rings. I can't get into the Lord of the Rings. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Blazing Saddles. How great. Clint Eastwood's Grand Torino. Loved it. You know why? So politically incorrect. Cyrano. The, I'm listening to... I like audiobooks more and more. And I, I at night I just listen listening to Mel Brooks's. It's interesting to see the the author. He's, Blazing Saddles was so wonderful. They couldn't do this today. Why? We had a sense of humor. See, we could see Blazing Saddles, and no, he wasn't a racist. He was actually the opposite. He was actually showing that racism is stupid. This is when we had a sense of humor. The taking of Pelham one. One, two, two. This was the original one, not one, two, three. One, two, two. But of course, the great Robert Shaw was in that one. Uh, it's so sad. It is so sad. It is so over. It is so over. Every single thing. Everything. Oh, did you get a load of this? Have you noticed how the NBA is coming out of the woodwork saying, I want to weigh in about Uvalde. Okay. This is important. Go ahead, coach. Oh, LeBron James is. What do you you have to say something about that? Okay, good, good. Free free speech. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. 
I have a question for the NBA. Yes. Anything about China and Uyghurs or any? Nope. <laughs> no. Shh. No, no, don't you want to talk about? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, you want to talk about some stuff? Okay. By the way, it's true. It's true. Was Young Frankenstein? That was, of course, Madeline Kahn who did that one. A little bit different there. Or maybe you were talking about that. Maybe, maybe, maybe you 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 were talking about. That. I don't know because I'm reading. Inglorious Bastards was wonderful. I still like movies. I still like movies. I like going to it. I like a nice artsy fartsy. Uh, theater, the good Dale Kimball, The Sound of Music. Now, Dale and I are from Temple. We had, of course, Britain Plaza. We had like two or three different theaters. Britain Plaza was one. University Square Malls. They had Cineplex. Um, Floraland Mall. I went to the mall. I got in there and you... And you walk in, you smell the, the popcorn, that palm oil stuff, and you wait. And then you sit there and you can say, now, can you talk? No talking. Can you talk during, what about during the during the uh, the previews? Does that count? That counts, too, because they put the lights down. You see when they put it down halfway? Remember that sometimes? They really lower the lights, and then they... I liked it. I liked My son and I just watched Network. Franco, Network, Patty Chayefsky. I've got a book about a book about that. Um, it was very, very, very good. Loved that movie. One of the most important movies of all time. I know you didn't uh, I know you didn't care about this, uh, but I'm going to tell you this one. In my my in my life, the movies that absolutely to me stuck a court, aside from the obvious, you know, Godfather. Really, Godfather one. Godfather one was just it. It was so so perfect and impactful and just great. But Network was important, and the movie that I will never get tired of. That was so incredible. That is, I, I don't know why, is Fatso with Dom DeLuise and Bancroft, Ron Carey, the Buffalato Brothers, Chubby Checkers. Absolutely brilliant. Just Dom DeLuise. You ate the Oni. You ate the Oni. And, and I don't know why movie, and, and I don't like movie reviewers. I don't like people telling me, well, it was a bad movie. Well, let me decide. Let me decide. Because these people are artsy-fartsy, and they talk about certain things. But there, there, there is something about being in that world where you are lost. Espo saw it. Fatso. It was, a, it was Look at this. Franco just watched it last week. Wonderful. Deer Hunter. John Cazale. John Cazale, every he had the shortest career, shortest career ever. Uh, Godfather One, Godfather Two, The Conversation, Deer Hunter, and Dog Day Afternoon. One after another, incredible, just incredible. And they were so brilliant. 
And they didn't. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't want to get into this thing about, well, it was so much smarter then. But I know smart when I see it. And I know when somebody's trying their best to. It was a different, it was a different story. They had a movie line. They had a story. They had a book, as we say in the world of Broadway. Cool Hand Luke. Called that the other day. And I'm watching now and I'm thinking, I don't even, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. I want. I think that should come back. There were brilliant, brilliant, brilliant people. But if Judd Apatow is your idea of brilliant, and Spielberg is still very, very good, but there is wherever the independent thing is, I, I, I don't know. Again, again, again. I know this is stupid. I know I, I'm, I'm, I'm beating a dead horse here. Here he goes again. The movies were better. Not really better, but there was something... Because there, there was a time when, frankly, I, if, if you can watch... I don't know. Oh, here's one for you. Here's one for you. I'm going to say something to you that you always wanted to say, and I'm going to let you say it. Movies that you just don't get. Or you didn't think were that great. You just didn't think they were that great. We said they were great, but said, I'm sorry. I begged a different. I had somebody tell me one time, Godfather, I said, after I built it up, don't worry. Say whatever you want. There's no such thing as a wrong answer. The Godfather, except that one. The God, you didn't like The Godfather? Anyway. Because there's some movies you got to like. You got to like Fargo. You got to like Fargo. Well, Fargo was, was okay. Yeah, you betcha. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. I mean, it's all right. It's good. Oh, no, it's great. You've got to love... I'm going to tell you right now. The Big Lebowski? Eh. It's okay. It's all right. But the one that I say this and people think, I'm out of my mind. This is so sacrilegious to say this. So sacrilegious. Citizen Kane. I swear to God, is it... Okay, yeah, but the angle, don't you understand? The first time, they didn't have a ceiling. They didn't, okay, all right. 2001 A Space Odyssey, thank you. Brad Pitt, bad acting. Look at this, Inglorious Bastards was bad. You know, Dr. Zhivago, Dances with Wolves. <laughs> Sorry, Dirty Dancing, thank you. Big Lebowski, I can see why it's important. I can see why it's critical. I can see why. But that great? No. What was understated? The dude? Philip Seymour Hoffman probably was more. The dude? Uh, 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 Turturro? Um, Steve Buscemi? John Goodman? Everything was over the top? Come on. You know, Bad Santa, by the way. Andy Carmen was very, very, very good. What was the movie? Scariest movie of all time? Two. First, Deliverance. I think, uh, I think you know why. That, 16 years old, 15, 16, seeing that. Number one to me, Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction is just, that's it. Patton was wonderful. Uh, good movie. Good movie. By the way, uh, have you ever heard Patton speak? 
Do me a favor, listen to Patton speak. Listen to any of his... He did one particular speech where he he and General Doolittle were speaking. And he sounds almost like he's from Louisiana. Uh, very, very, uh, very, very strange. Very, very strange. Do you remember movies that came out? Love Story? Okay, The Exorcist. The Exorcist was made in a studio right in Hell's Kitchen. And I've seen the Billy Friedkin, the interviews of this. Uh, Exorcist was an extremely critical story. So was Rosemary's Baby. Very, very important. Very, very critical because it made people really think about uh, whatever... Elizabeth said, fatal attraction made men paranoid. You're right about that, Liz. Absolutely. Without a doubt. And, and, and I, I, it, was, it was to see that the, 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 just, ooh. Because what scares me, now Jaws, extremely overrated. You know, Ron, Mr. Shapiro, or Shapiro, as a friend of mine says. Sometimes I think there are things that are... Like, for example, to me, the Beatles were overrated. But I'm never going to, in any way, try to, to, to dispel the, the, the impact that the Beatles had on the world. Mrs. L's YouTube again. That's all I'm going to tell you. The shining, weird, weird... Uh, I don't think that um, Jack Nicholson, I'm sorry, uh, it was over the top. Sling Blade, Mr. Drake. I saw Sling Blade before it even opened. I was on the air on WABC at the time, and all I was doing was, mm, love them taters. Mm-hmm. And people were saying, what are you doing? What is this? Why are you doing? Mm-hmm. All right, Dan. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying, "What's the movie I saw? You saw a movie. Why are you doing that? Well, you, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna know this." I was on the air. They didn't know. People were asking me, "We're noticing you're making this noise. Why are you doing this?" I said, "There was a movie. What movie? Well, it's not out yet. Well, don't do that." I said, "Well, I'm telling you, everybody's gonna do this. It's gonna be like one of those things you do. Everybody's gonna do it. Sure enough, there you go. Rosemary's Baby." I want to ask you something right now. In an answer, one or two, one for yes, two for no, is there Satan? Is there the devil? The personification of evil in one source, not arcane, not, 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 not uh, 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 fallen angels, but the devil. Is there the devil? Yes. Or no, not bad people, not 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 evil, not because mm, there's goodness, there's evil, but one guy. In essence, that if there wasn't for the devil, there wouldn't be evil. Think about this: the devil not only has to be the devil, but 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 if but if there would have been evil without the devil, what's the point? If they're going to say, "Look, we're going to have evil 
no matter what, whether there's a devil or not. But you believe that there is the devil, and that he comes down, and he always picks some little girl or some person. And instead of the devil coming in and being low-key and spreading, you know, his evilness, oh no, he comes in and makes this girl... What is the purpose of that? What did that do? And then, and then all you got to do is you hold up a cross and he leaves. You put some garlic around your neck. What is that? Uh, Dracula? I, I, I get him confused sometimes. But I mean, that's it. He leaves. He leaves. All right, I'm going. What is the purpose of that? As opposed to the devil comes in. I'm the devil. Are you the devil? Uh, maybe. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna invade and I'm gonna take over the the president of France. I'm gonna get Macron or something. I'm not gonna get some little girl in some village who is who is repeating some phrase that. But I love the way when Max von Sydow found that particular talisman or that that uh, object in um, Iraq, I think at the time. That was interesting. Remember, the devil is a fairly new phenomenon. There was no devil in the Bible originally. It was it was a takeoff of pan, the cloven hoof, you know, the hoofs and the tail. And but I was the devil every year for Halloween. Every year. Loved the devil. Loved it. Loved it. First time I heard about the devil, I loved the pictures of the devil. Jesus was nice. I got it nice. Thank you. Let me see the devil. With the horns, purple. Each one was like, could you be... And, and even as a kid, I'm thinking, why, is he, why doesn't he camouflage himself better? I don't understand this. Why, why didn't he just do a better job? Say, don't, don't, don't be so... I don't understand it. And then other voices. The voice was Mercedes McCambridge. Remember that? Remember her? She was, she was the voice of... Who would be, by the way, who would be the worst voice of the devil? Flip Wilson, I don't know if that was what you're answering, Rip Taylor, Charles Nelson Riley, as a other. <laughs> I mean, it just, it was a wonderful, anyhow, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just waxing, I'm waxing desultory. I'm being elliptical now, and I mean that sincerely. All right, my friends. Thank you for thank you for allowing me to get into that. I just I just wanted to. Exorcist two demon named Pazuzu. Okay, there you go. You have to know Pee Wee Herman would be a good devil. <laughs> Morgan Freeman is a devil. Very good, Jan Smith. Very good. Fauci, <laughs> Andy Devine, Chill Wills. Foster Brooks, Paul Lind as the devil. Gilbert Gottfried, uh, Nancy Pelosi, that's good. Uh, that's very good. Uh, um, that's so good. Andy Devine. I wish I had a pencil, then mustache, Boston Blackie kind. Two-tone Ricky Ricardo jacket and an autographed picture of Andy Devine. I remember being buck tooth the skitty, riding fan letters, the sky's knees penny. Oh, I wish I had a pencil in mustache. Pacino 
as the devil? Come on. How about Lucifer? Remember the one? No, if I was the devil, I would be... I'd say, I'm not the devil. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Here, I can't do any tricks. You're the devil. I'm not the devil. <laughs> Every now and then, I would do a little magic, but nothing. The devil's an idiot. It was just, just stupid. There he is. He's a devil. There he is. Always, always, you know, break it down in sores. And when the sores go away, by the way, just, what was this? Well, that's a long story. Well, I was, I was possessed. What? Yeah, I was possessed. I was a kid. It's a long story. You might have heard about it. They made a movie about it. All right. All right, that's it. Thank you for sharing this moment of levity with me because these are, these are very, usually bad times, but I think through our conviviation and our soulful connectivity, I think we are um, making headway. Okay, follow Mrs. L one more time. Thanks for that. Follow me at lionelmedia.com. Sign up. Be a subscriber. Have a great and a glorious day. You've been so terrific. We love you because you are so beautiful to me. Can't you see? You are so beautiful to me, and I mean that. Until tomorrow, ta-ta.